I'm Derek. I'm Derek. And this, and this is, is the Double D Podcast. D. And we are back. <laughs> interview wore them out. Yeah, it was hard work. Man. We are back, back with a battle on the border interview. Are you quiet down up there? Got the kids upstairs running around. I live in an apartment complex. And my kid. Always these these kids always just running around up there. Like little crackheads. And it's always when we film or when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. Always. Nonetheless, today, back with another battle on the border interview. David Barnabas Specter, the leader, David Barnabas Specter, the leader of Specter Enterprises, currently managing, managing, managing the tag team champions, Congo Kong and Matt Van Fulton, who won a couple of weeks ago. So very, very honored to have this interview. Um, it went about as well as you would have expected it to go. Yeah, um, if you know David Specter. Barnabas Specter. Um, but, you know, listen, you know, it's good to know. I know that some fans have strong feelings about this man. You are one of those included. He's a dick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, it's always good to know where where the people that you don't like, Carson Drake, it's good to listen to him talk, know where his headspace is, because we don't think like these people. And so it's good to know where these people are thinking coming from. No bombshells in this one, um, as far as what his plans are for the golden ticket battle, uh, for the golden ticket. But he does hint at some things throughout this podcast. It's very entertaining. So make sure you stick around. And listen to that. But May 7th, coming up very soon as we're recording this, May 7th is a Sunday. River City Wrestling at Rumpke Park. Wrestling. Wrestling is coming to town. So I'm going to run through this. Um, you know, once wrestling was like a, a way the older folks said wrestling. Right now, it's now it's this. That's what it's called. River City Wrestling. Now it's hype. <laughs> Who would have thought? It's hype. Darren's he's, he's on TikTok now, so he knows the lingo. So we have one of the matches that we have. This is one you're probably, probably going to be the best match in Battle Line Border <laughs> history. All right, there you go. So it is going to be the heavy metal Viking taking on King Kong Pete. Now, if you remember last time they went against each other, there wasn't a lot of blood from King Kong Pete. There was some. Yeah, but hooks. But I'm pretty sure majority of it was hooks. So I don't think he bled at all. Yeah, and you know, hooks. So blood has the back injury <laughs> recently. It actually took him out of Night of Champions from helping yeah. Denim defeat the Army of Destiny. So he has yes. a back injury, the bleeding. King Kong Pete didn't. So it's going to be very interesting. The hardcore title is up for grabs. I immediately, yeah. as soon as I heard this match, turned to you. What's your predictions for this match? I think hooks is going to take the victory, but he's not going to get it lightly. I was going to say the series is tied one to one. So he's going to take the victory, but he's not going to do it lightly because, just like like I said, King Kong Pete last time like did not bleed, right? And all the blood that was on him, I think, came from hooks. I'm pretty sure there was exclusive. There was a lot of blood. So uh, there was a lot. There was definitely there was a lot of blood. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that match too. Don't get me wrong, love hardcore wrestling. Um, going to be interesting to see how that one turns out, and uh, can't wait for it. We also have the zero gravity title on the line, Jaden Jet. Versus Eric Smalls, the half pipe punk. Now, for those that don't know, I've actually never seen Eric Smalls wrestle. He has been in Battle on the Border before, but Jaden Jett actually has a size advantage in this match because half pipe punk, he is a small person. So I wish we would have looked up his like actual height. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, Jaden Jett, he's 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 about tall. He's about as tall as I am. Yeah, a little bit shorter than you, but yeah, about as tall as I am compared. to... So it's going, going be a, it's going to be interesting to see how Jaden Jett wrestles with the size advantage um, in this one. Of course, when we talked to him, he did call himself a truck. Yeah, um, even though he's a toothpick. I was going to say for those <laughs> for those that know that that's I don't know a Tonka truck maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, but half my Eric Smalls does have an undefeated record with wins over the likes of Buddy the Bulldog and Cowboy Kid Quick. So uh, he also boxes. Um, he's known as Mini McGregor. He has the tattoos and everything. It's going to be very interesting. Excited for this match. As you guys know, you already know who I'm rooting for on that one. Yeah. I, definitely I, Mr. Smalls. It's definitely not Jaden Jett. No offense. No, actually, full offense. Because if he steals the zero gravity away from him. Yeah, Jaden Jett's going to have – He's going to have to have the answer. Like, he's going to have to have the answer for that. I mean, listen, like this is, the height. I was gonna say this is no this the is, height and the weight of right. that say, he has. No disrespect at all to Eric Smalls, no. undefeated in battle on the board. Never seen him. He's a boxer, board, so. but Jaden Jet size advantage. I would assume it's kind of significant. I'm, I'm excited to see him wrestle. I really, I am. very, I, I definitely am. 
probably the biggest, most exciting news, and I'm going through this kind of out of order, but it's just as Battle on the Border. By the way, follow Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Make sure you, you check them out. You don't even have to listen to this part if you have. Just skip to the interview part. But uh, breaking news came in on April 1st, not an April Fool's joke like we pulled on them. <laughs> like we pulled on the insectoids. <laughs> we I have, don't even know what an insectoid is. We don't know. Uh, awesome. <laughs> we all are apparently. Uh, Battle on the Border has added a third championship battle. That's right, three. So you have the Zero Gravity, the Hardcore. Now you have the third one, and this one is a big one. It is a rematch. Carson Drake taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, real quick, before we get to that, you said you were rooting for Eric Smalls. Yes. I am too. Okay, so so this is a rematch. Carson Drake, Brian Pillman Jr. for the Battle on the Border World Heavyweight Championship. We know how you feel about Carson Drake. So We know who holds the current. And I was going to say championship. Brian Pillman has beat him twice. Uh, impressive and, track record. And Carson Drake has not grew enough to beat Brian Pillman yet. Well, he he did come he's, off. He's gotten better recently at the Squared Circle Expo. Which, by the way, um, if you were involved in Squared Circle Expo there or whatever, congratulations! Looks like it was a great turnout. Um, we were unable to go. We did plan on going. We were unable to go. Um, you know, he has a kid, so a lot of you know, it's hard. It's hard to get both of us out there, but. Um, it looked like it was a great time. Carson Drake was there, lost to Nick Aldis, who is now currently wrestling uh, just recently, I think, as of this weekend, working for Impact Wrestling again. So, really? Right. So, Nick Damn. Aldis getting a win over Carson Drake. Um, Carson Drake uh, claims that he cheated because he held the tights. Um, I, again, not see the match, wasn't there, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, although, you know, Carson's I did see some clips. I did see some clips from the match, and Carson Drake was using some of the similar tactics. So having that experience with Nick Aldis, Brian Pillman twice, plus the countless matches he has all over the country, Brian Pillman, I mean, listen, Brian Pillman's a top-tier talent. It's not going to be an easy match against Carson Drake, no. but, but two times over none, I'm going to have to go with Brian Pillman. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Carson has learned slash evolved enough since the last time they faced each other. Yeah. I mean, he's evolved, but not enough. That's right. Um, so another I'm a slight cred, slight cred. You have been because giving, I have been very impressed with his wrestling here lately. So well, he is since he wrestling champion. He got that. I don't know how to find these. <laughs> so, but well, I mean, so he does have. He is very talented. There's no doubt about it. It's just that I think sometimes he goes into the ring and he's and just his, his head's like right about as big as yours. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm rooting. Now I'm rooting for Carson Drake. Actually. He, gets, he gets the ring. <laughs> that was uncalled for, but uh, not the first time I've heard of that. So, listen, if I trim the beard, I, listen, I'm getting like the, the, I'm getting the crazy homeless person look. I got to trim this thing. Take your mustache off and have the Amish. Yeah. Oh no. Beard you go down. No, I don't know about that. I'm I already with a mullet. I already look as bad as you it have to filming. You guys are mullet buddies. Mullet, but that's true. I have to. Sorry, Carson. I have, I'm not sorry. The, I have to. Have Brian to Pillman. Brian Pillman. You guys are mullet buddies. Um, another breaking news. This is be big for some Battle on the Border fans who haven't heard this one. Ari Alexander and the Battle on the Border management have come to terms on a multi-fight deal with the former number one contender in the women's division, Ari Alexander. So, which is awesome. We will see her. I'm not sure if it'll be at May seventh. Or if it'll be at the June 3rd Legends and All-Star Show in Cleves. However, we do get to look forward to Ari Alexander being back in battle. And if you guys don't know, her and Brian Pillen are a thing. Yeah. So that's super cool. That they, 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 yeah, they, they, yeah, that's, they have uh, tagged together in, in some, some could, places. Who knows? It could be a co, uh, like a co, uh, co-ed it could tag be. in the future. Could be. You I mean, never it's, know. It's very, very, it's going to be interesting. So I think that would be a very cool match. I'm ex- I'm excited to see our yeah I'm excited to see Ari Alexander and um, you know hey I'm just I'm excited let's see here just scrolling through some here because there's been some oh here we go here's a good one looking forward to this one um, formerly known as Rumpke Ballpark I said earlier it was called Rumpke Bar- Ballpark but for people who are around the area you know where Rumpke Ballpark is this is where May seventh is taking place River City Wrestling River City West is what it's called yes. now Freya the Slayer and Casey Clay. Are going to be taking on each other now. Read that right. Freya the Slayer. Sorry, Freya the Slayer. Gosh darn it, Derek. God dang it. Sorry, Freya, <laughs> Freya the Slayer and Cassie Clay. Uh, Cassie Clay or Casey Clay, excuse me. Casey Clay has at the last show 
I was in the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. Yep. Frey the Slayer has been in Battle on the Border, not since we have started working with Battle on the Border. Seen her. But she is, I mean, she's 6'1". Holy shit. She uses her size, of course, to dominate. She was in OVW. She's on also undefeated. So maybe Eric Smalls and Frey the Slayer should have had this match, of course. Think about the size difference then, right? 6'1"? Yeah, she's 6'1". <laughs> she's tall. She's very tall. But this is going to be a very big match for Casey Clay. Um you know, is obviously size difference, experience difference. Yep. Um, she's going to have her work cut out for her. Yeah, that for sure, no doubt. Um, also, match that I'm extremely looking forward to because you Me know too. how I am. I like tag teams and I like high flying wrestling. Just and I like by the book and my man Avery Hurts. Yeah. The Dark Horse. That's right. They are going to be taking each other on in a match, which will guarantee future, probably guarantee a future. I don't know. Let me see before I say which, it, Jill. Which is wild because, um, yes, yeah, you guys know that there's a, a random person going after the Zero Gravity uh, Division Championship. Well, Eric Smalls is random to us, but not random to Battle on the Border. However, I understand where you're coming they've from. Been ha- they've, they've been had, there. They have right. a history. Right, with JJ, right? Yeah. And I. I expected that to happen since you know during since the unfortunate circumstances of him also having an injury right Avery Hurts was that he was unable to defend the title right so I don't know I don't know what Denim's doing here well hey listen I feel like he should have gave hey listen Hurts (laughs) here's the thing it doesn't matter what we think this is the the circumstances and we get good, to see it's great card still. I was gonna say we get to see two bangers. We get to see Eric Smalls and Jaden Jen. We get this to see will be a hard one though, because I like both of them. Right, I do. I that do sucks. like uh, Avery Hertz and Gaston LaRue. They will be taking each other on in a number one contenders match for the Zero Gravity, who will either face Eric Smalls or Jaden Jet at some point in the future. And I have to say it, but my predictions Avery Hertz. We all yeah, the way. I'm we're huge Avery Hertz uh, fans on this podcast. Not saying that uh, we don't like Gaston LaRue at all. No, we Gaston do. LaRue is very um, talented. I say this every time we mention him, but I just feel like podcast to podcast, it's a good thing to shout out. He does have a podcast. Go and check it out. It's by the book with Gaston LaRue. Um, he's had Carson Drake on. He's had Party Mike. Howard, who we had on, Justin Xavier. We've um, had him together. on, too. <laughs> so, so he's had some interviews with them. So go and check them out. Uh, go and check his podcast out. It's very good. But, yes, Avery Hurts is going to be a very good match. We also have the fallout of the last show with Army of Destiny, excuse me, being disbanded. They're going to have a farewell address. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, we're going to have to listen to them talk. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than listening to Sergeant Ledbetter talk, really. The good but, thing is, is his power's gone. Right. And, you know, but here's the thing. I mean, if you guys follow Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling, you do know that um, it seems like it, se- it seems like King Bomani has. Something to say, and I like always. It's going to be interesting to see. He has unfinished business with Surge. He has unfinished business with Craven. He has unfinished business with. They all have unfinished business with each other. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I'm actually interested in something of Army of the Dead. I fear um, for my. I fear for my microphone. I was going to say. I will say this. Uh, if if this if this involves if this evolves into a physical altercation between the three, stay clear. Yeah, yeah, I five here for my microphone. Yeah, poor, poor fella, you, you might want to. Um, I just got new ones too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, another match that we get to look forward to. A lot of matches. You see, stacked card. A lot of very, very good matches. We have Crixus, I believe I'm saying his name correctly, against Amos. Now, Amos, of course, came back recently, mm-hmm. tagged with Denim Blevins and Serge and uh, Justin Xavier for the uh, to, to, to keep. Denim in control. And, and ultimately won. Right. So for Yeah, yeah, that's right. So he won that match. That's right. So the, it's gonna be interesting to see where won. Amos goes from here. Right, you know, hey, heavyweight title, hardcore title, tag team title. I mean, who knows? He could go He's small enough, he could go zero gravity. Zero gravity, maybe, right. So I mean, so um just a little bit about Crixis here. I again I believe I'm saying his name correctly. Um he's from Glasgow, Scotland. Um he's Travel. He's uh, been with British Championship Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, and OVW, OVW under the mentorship of Al Snow. He's six foot, two hundred and thirty-five pounds, and he's making a look an immediate impact by jumping into the deep end of the pool with a veteran standout like Amos. So excited to see that match. Amos is very talented. I'm excited to see what uh, Crixis looks like. 
Yeah. Again, apologize if I'm not saying the name. Right, we will hear about it. There's like three newcomers on this card too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Newcomers to Four us. Four newcomers, yeah. But um, and then so this one, this is one of those uh, that we were talking about here. Um, Justin Xavier is taking on Sean Phoenix in a zero gravity division match. It's exciting to see Justin Xavier finally in zero gravity division matches. And I'm happy to see that zero gravity is growing the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm very excited to see where this takes us. Uh, as you guys know, we're big Justin Xavier fans as well. That zero gravity match in general is just that's my favorite style of wrestling besides hardcore. Right, right. Um, Hold on. So here we go. So, so Sean Phoenix is making his debut to Battle on the Border. So this is a the second is a, one that is yeah. a pure, not just to us, but, but to, to Battle, Battle on the Border. Border. Um, Sean Phoenix is making his debut. He has his own fiery style to the Zero Gravity Division as well as unique entrance. And right. edge. And the edge and experience. So he does have the edge and experience. Going to be interesting. I can't wait to see the unique entrance. I love myself a unique entrance. Makes your job a little bit yeah, harder. Yeah, unique <laughs> entrance. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy unique entrances. No, I don't mind them. There's, you know, it's it's fun. So I mean, that's everything right now. I'm sure there will be more announced. Things always change. You guys know how it is. But make sure you follow Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Get the updates immediately. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're just good through us. Good. You know, we're we're good at getting the news out there for you. We try. I mean, we get called. Inaccurate a lot. We get called a lot of things, but uh, you know, wait, we, we take the punches and we move forward. We're still the best podcast about all the borders I've ever worked with. God dang, only one probably, but god dang right. Now, best podcast Battle on the Borders, May 7th. Make sure you're there. Um, I think bell time, I believe, is at four. Um, early day, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, hey, listen, Sunday, you got work the next day, you're dreading work. Why not just try to get that one la- and that, that weekend? Get that one last bit of entertainment before you get into the world. Might as well get out there and cancel your freaking golf reservations, too, because that ain't happening. You're going to be there. God dang right. Watch golf. Battle on the Border. Why would you want to watch golf when you could watch Hooks hit? You don't watch the golf club? You play it. Oh, that would be cool. Or, or Right. Why would you play golf if you could just – Well, that's why I was setting up that joke of watching King Kong uh, – Hooks hit King oh. Kong with the golf club. That's, and it's out of King baseball. Kong Hooks. I don't know, dude. I'm tired, man. And look what happened to my thumb today. The whole time. Parents, parents making fun of me the whole time. Look at this. You see what I did to my thumb today at work? Ooh. I don't know how well that's going to translate on camera, but dude. King Kong hooks. Yeah, I like that. We should do it. You're at hooks. Take note. King Kong hooks. That should be your new name. I'm dealing with constant thumb pain. I'm tired. I'm missing AEW for this. I, I'm just all, I'm just, I'm in a tailspin. getting updates on Twitter. No, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. i got to stay off Twitter. So anyway, there's that's it. So we're going to jump into this interview, but real quick, make sure you uh, follow us on um, YouTube. If you're listening to this, follow us on YouTube, Double D Podcasting Crew. You can also find in the links in the description to the YouTube video. Um, you can find the link tree, which will send you to all the different audios. So we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify, we're on Spotify for Podcasters, which I don't know if that's considered Anchor anymore. It's called Spotify for Podcasters for us. I don't know if you can listen on there anymore. There's no snap on there yet. No, of course not. But we get to that in a second. So uh, you can follow us on Instagram, the double underscore D underscore podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, the double D podcast one. You can follow me on Twitter, DJ Dub zero zero. We have an email. It's double D podcast one, two, three at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook page, double D podcast and crew. I think it is. Yep. And um, if you just love me, add my snap, Darren, one, one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Also, don't forget about DJ D's DJing service. We're the best DJ within 150 mile radius and guaranteed low prices. Call 812-212-1675. All right, and now to our interview with the leader, David Barnabas Spector. Let's get it. Hey guys, this is Darren here, soon to be known as DJ D. If you need a DJ for any type of wedding events, parties, even private parties at your own home you can call me at 812-212-1675 or email the double d podcast which is double d podcast 123 at gmail.com i also have a personal pod or personal email it is darren.schneider94 at gmail.com give us a holler and let us make your night very special whether it's a wedding or 
a private party or a, even a party at your own residence. I mean, you don't have to have a super huge crew. I mean, we've got six wonderful speakers and they will make a world of difference in any party, party atmosphere. So give us a call. 812-212-1675. Thank you. All right, so if you could please introduce yourself to everyone. For all of the insectoids listening to this podcast who don't already know, I am the leader, David Barnabas Spector, the CEO of Spector Enterprises. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I can't believe we actually have the leader on our podcast. It's an, it's an honor. Just wanted to say that out of the jump. But let's start uh, a lot of things we got to cover here. But let's start off with what we ask everybody. What is it that got you into professional wrestling as a fan? The origins of my love affair with this carnival-esque art form known as professional wrestling date way back into the early 1980s watching world-class championship wrestling watching the bon ericks and the freebirds and more specifically being enamored with the variety of top tier managerial talent individuals such as percy pringle the third who would later become paul bearer Individuals like Skandar Akbar with Devastation Incorporated and specifically honing in on one of my personal favorites, a true individual that has elicited the response to encourage yours truly to want to follow this path to become the leader in the world of professional wrestling and that's being the individual known as the playboy Gary Hart. So back in that point in time, in the 1980s, with world-class championship wrestling, and then expanding from there into Memphis with individuals like the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, or the World Wrestling Federation with Bobby the Brain Heenan, and of course, all throughout the entire wrestling industry, precious Paul Ellering leading the career of Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors, These all attribute to creating the individual, the entity that you know now as Mr. Spectre. Now, what was it that drew you to the managing side of professional wrestling specifically? Simply put, why on earth would anyone with a superior intellect Mm -hmm. want to, quote unquote, do the heavy lifting. Why would you not want to use your mind, your your powers of deduction and cunning to be able to influence others to do your bidding? So without question, if you know anything about the leader, you know that of course, I don't want to soil my hands on the filth, muck, and grime of professional wrestling. Mm. I allow my protégés to do that for me. So watching throughout the years and watching all of these incredible managerial minds to have such power and influence throughout the world of professional wrestling. I mean, think about, for an example, Bobby the Brain Heenan, the individual that was responsible for bringing someone as beloved as Andre the Giant, the eighth wonder of the world, to the darker side of the wrestling industry. And nearly, or should I say, he actually did lead Andre to the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. Only Bobby Heenan could pull up such a feat. As much as he hated Hulk Hogan, he wasn't going to soil his hands on Hogan himself. He was going to get the biggest, baddest, meanest, nastiest individuals in the professional wrestling industry to do his bidding for him. That's why he was the brain. And it's that template that I follow to this very day as the leader. As you are aware in your close involvement with Battle on the Border Wrestling, I represent the, without question, the most dominant 
battle on the border tag team championship combination ever in the form of two former BOTB heavyweight champions, Madman Fulton and Congo Kong. Two of the most impressive physical specimens that BOTB has ever seen. In all reality, two of the most impressive specimens that the entire world of pro wrestling has ever known. And they wisely allow yours truly to guide their career to the epitome of success. I mean, it's hard to argue with you. They're definitely the two most, probably the most intimidating people on the roster. Um, Look, how did you get involved with them? How did you approach them? Because a lot of people would be intimidated to approach them. How did you work your way in there? Should have said weasel. My reputation speaks for itself. Right. If you know anything about the history, the career of yours truly, then you know that I have molded and shaped talent in multiple states and multiple promotions, and I have taken them all the way to the top of their respective organizations. I have revitalized careers. I have taken individuals that were lesser known and have made them established talents and stars. I have taken people to the promised land on television and prominent roles on various streaming services. I've been able to take individuals that perhaps have already had impressive careers and been able to take them on essentially a second win, allowing them to have yet another run at the top of the food chain. When it comes to individuals such as Madman Bolton and Congo Kong, two individuals that separately have experienced the highest of highs in the world of pro wrestling, being seen on national and international television for a multitude of well-known wrestling promotions, both on the independent level and on a major league level. They understand the importance of guidance, of business, of promotion, and they know by virtue of my track record, my professionality, without question, they felt comfortable allowing yours truly to guide them to that next tier of success where now they can add tag team gold tag team success to an already impressive resume of so many accomplishments and we just continue to add more and more and more under the specter enterprises banner Absolutely. So let's go back just a little bit to the beginning. I mean, what was your uh, introductory to professional wrestling like? What was that road for you to, to get into professional wrestling? I am from the incredible state of New York. Oh. And that is where I began my journey into the realm of professional wrestling. Yeah. I began training several years ago to compete in ring for a school located in Schenectady, New York called World of Hurt Wrestling. That's where I first began to cut my teeth in this industry. And after several years and a winding, twisting road that included yours truly working in radio broadcasting, working behind the scenes and television, working in regards to promotion of live music events. Eventually, I found my way back to the world of professional wrestling, only this time in the role of a professional wrestling manager. And I continued my education with the one and only Cody Hawk, the individual responsible for training so many top-tier talents. John Moxley, Sammy Callahan, L.A. Knight, and the list goes on and on and on, including in the history books as a BOTB women's champion, of course, Shauna Reed as well, all trained by Cody Hawk. Beyond Cody, I have spent time under the learning tree of so many greats, Individuals such as Dr. Tom Pritchard, 
Rip Rogers. And the list goes on and on and on and on. I have absorbed the information. I have put into practice every single piece of advice that I've been given. Advice from individuals such as fantastic Bobby Bolton, who though I currently am at extreme odds with Battle on the Border Wrestling, make no mistake that Bobby is a bona fide legend in the world of pro wrestling. I've taken advice from, from Bushwhacker Luke Williams. I've taken advice from a taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. There are so many over the years that I have learned from, and I continue to evolve and improve and grow as the most interesting, intriguing, touring managerial attraction that the sport has ever known. I mean, again, it, it, it's really hard to argue with you here. Um, so what are some of the uh, talent that you've worked with throughout your career that you're the most proud of working with? Not that you're not proud of all of them, of course, but some of the ones that you really hold in high regard or are currently working with. At the top of that list is a young man that I have worked with, that I have traveled with that we have ascended to unimaginable heights and continue to rise up the food chain of professional wrestling. And that is the talent known as the magnificent mountain of muscle, the fantastic French freakazoid. He is the one, the only Maurice the Strong, for he, is an individual that I represent utilizing the other hemisphere of my diabolical brain. You see, I am the only managerial mind that is fully utilizing both hemispheres of my magnificent brain. For you see, the left hemisphere is where the leader, David Barnabas Spector, resides. However, with the right hemisphere, the big top has been raised, and the ringmaster of the circus, Barnabas the leader, that is where he decides to play. And he represents the incredible talent known as Maurice the Strong, an individual that has dominated Memphis Wrestling, for the last several months, we have skyrocketed to the top of the card. We are seen on a multitude of television stations throughout the Memphis market. We are seen on different streaming platforms. And that is merely the tip of the iceberg for what the circus is capable of, but more specifically, the might and the muscle of Maurice the Strong. In addition, I am incredibly proud of the tag team known as the Crown, yeah. Leonis and Maximus Khan, two individuals that are absolute superstar attractions, two individuals that are very much the modern day road warriors, and the leader, David Barnabas Spector is their version of Paul Ellery. And although they have relocated to the great state of Florida, where they are absolutely running roughshod over every single tag team throughout Coastal Championship Wrestling, there is still a bond, a partnership that exists. And one day we will once again meet and reform our unholy union. And in addition to Maurice the Strong, my business partnership with the Crown will continue to forge forward. And in addition to them, there are so many others along the path that I have worked with, that I have cultivated, that I have managed, individuals that I've been able to take to revitalize their careers, to be able to guide them down the proper path to lead them to the ultimate promised land. 
And as time goes by, more and more talents come out of the woodwork and approach yours truly, wanting them to have me manage their careers. But to be quite frank, between Maurice the Strong, between the Crown, between Madman Fulton and Congo Kong, my time is precious and my time is limited. So for yours truly, to invest the time, effort, energy, and promotional know-how into any additional talents, they truly have to be extraordinary. I'm always open to working with new talents, but they truly need to step up to be on the same level, the same superior frequency as yours truly, the leader. I mean... That was a great that, that felt like a, a bit of a that was a great sales pitch if there is any wrestlers watching this i mean i would be interested right away oh um, sure let's talk about your in, your getting into battle on the border what was that like how did you get into battle on the border battle on the border wrestling is without question one of the most premier promotions throughout both the states of ohio and indiana even though I might not always agree with the actions of one Denim Blevins, I have to give credit where credit is due. He has built one of the most solid promotions that this area, this territory has ever known. A fantastic combination of legends, of worldwide known talents, and of local stars to create a one-of-a-kind product that obviously the fans are completely enamored by. So the reason why yours truly has any dealings with BOTB is simply because it is one of the premier promotions in this territory. Thus, if I'm going to reside anywhere locally, it is certainly going to be with BOTB. And my time there overall has been rather successful. I have represented the BOTB Heavyweight Champion, Madman Fulton. I currently represent the Tag Team Champions, Mr. Fulton and Congo Kong. And, oh, that's right, I also currently possess the Golden Ticket. And what will I do with that Golden Ticket? Well, that's for all you insectoids to wait, see, and find out for yourselves. <laughs> I'm going to take it. There's no big announcement. It's going to take place on this podcast about what's taken. Let's go through that though. How did that happen uh, with the bat with the golden ticket battle Royal? I mean, you were the last entrant. It seemed like it was perfectly. I mean, it, the things fell in place. I mean, how did you get so, I don't want to say lucky, but I mean, just, I mean, you have to be over the moon about that. Once upon a time, I had a conversation yeah. with an individual that is an absolute legend in our great sport. Sadly, an individual that is no longer with us, but without question, one of the most influential talents that the professional wrestling industry has ever known. And that individual is the hot rod, rowdy, rowdy pipe. And Roddy Piper told me to make my own luck. And that's exactly what I did when it came to the Golden Ticket Rumble. I made my own luck. Do you really think that was happenstance? No. Do you really think it was an accident? No. Or do you think it was a calculated plan? Do you really think that I would physically risk harm unless I had everything in place to work towards my advantage? Do you not realize that there is a much grander plan in place and the wheels have already gone into motion to move forward with said plan? You see, Battle on the Border has no earthly idea what I have in store which is exactly why each and every one of you insectoid fans listening to this podcast right now need to ensure that you do not miss one single BOTB event 
because you never know what is going to happen next. Courtesy of the most elite group of professional wrestling talent this territory or any other has ever known, and that being Spectre Enterprises. I mean, I got to tell you, it's going to be very, very exciting to see what the future of Battle on the Border with that that looming over, Spectre Enterprises just looming over. You already have the tag team champions on your side. Who knows where it's going to go? In 2023, it's still early. There's so much that can happen, so many events coming up. Um, you mentioned it earlier. And on, and on a side note, on a side oh. note, because I have to, I have to mention this. Okay. The night of the Golden Ticket Rumble and the night that Spectre Enterprises captured the BOTV Tag Team Championship. The look on fantastic Bobby Fulton's face. I mean, yeah. it was, oh, it was, it was precious. It was beyond magnificent. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. The look of disgust and disdain on Bobby's face. For everything that Bobby has done to yours truly, constantly sticking his nose in my affairs, putting his filthy, nasty, greasy hands on me, striking me on more than one occasion my gorgeous face my pristine lips my jaw my jaw that still hurts to this day because of bobby fulton and his violent tendencies that's something i i certainly hope that bobby enjoyed eating crow because he just like all the insectoid bands of botb they were wrong Dead wrong to bet against yours truly. I told everybody that I would be the one to say checkmate. And that's exactly what I did when I not only took those tag straps, but I also secured the golden ticket, putting me, putting Spectre Enterprises, putting my protégés and my talents at the absolute top of the pecking order and now poor bobby fulton goes all the way back down amongst the filth muck and mire of the troglodytes in the locker room of botv where he has to start all over again to scrounge together another tag team or find another individual to try to throw off the the evil plans of david bonobus specter it's just not going to happen because Bobby underestimated the leader, and that was his gravest mistake. Period. It, it is funny you mentioned Bobby Fulton because I, I don't know if you listen or watch this podcast at all, but if you do, you know that my, me and my co-host here we have been <clears throat> pretty much since the beginning of working with Battle on the Border, so for about a year now, have been been dreaming of a dream match that we want to see is. And you kind of answered this earlier with, uh, but Barnabas, we want to see you and Bobby Fulton in a match. Now, of course, as we know, as you said earlier, you would never get your hands dirty like that. But, I mean, that's been a dream match that we've been wanting forever. Yes, for a while now. I would expect a couple of sick freaks such as yourselves (laughs) to dream and fantasize about a matchup between yours truly and fantastic Bobby Fulton. I mean, listen, I, I'm I, just... I, I am a managerial mind. I am not a professional wrestler. I do not claim to be a professional wrestler. Though when push comes to shove, rest assured that I will defend myself. And if I have to utilize my custom-made exquisite cane to do so, so be it. But a matchup with yours truly and Bobby Fulton... The only, the only way I would even begin to entertain that notion is if there are a whole lot of zeros at the end of that dollar sum on a check. So why don't you contact your hero, Denim Blevins, and see exactly what you can figure out and negotiate. Because, hey, Barnabas is always a businessman. And if we can make the right deal with the right amount of zeros... Perhaps we can talk. All right, hey, hey, Denim. I, if you're listening, Denim, the deal the deal needs to be made. I mean, I mean that alone right there. I mean, I I, I would 
I would denim could hike ticket prices up ten times. I would still pay it. I mean, yep. it, it's just that that is just something. And I mean, under it, my conditions, of, of course. course, no, of uh, course, right? Of course. Under my conditions, of course, of course, of course. No, we wouldn't. I mean, I, I mean, I hate to say this, but uh, again, I. We we on this podcast we have some pretty strong feelings about you, um, Darren. You have used specifically words to describe him before. What were they again? I always forget. Um, I referred to you as a dickhead once, yeah. twice, maybe three times. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what? <laughs> I mean, listen. Now that we've talked to you, now we're always going to have a slight lean towards you. We're always going to kind of defend you, but but. I mean, you have to expect. I mean, fans don't like you or Spectre Enterprise. I mean, listen, it doesn't matter what the fans think. I understand, but you're not a very well like. Of course, they don't like me. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they don't because they're simply jealous. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Look at the way that I dress. Look at the way that I present myself. Look at the. Listen to my words. Listen to the way that I speak. Yeah. An individual with my articulation, with my intellect, with my my physical presence, with my success, of course they're going to dislike me. Of course they're going to hate me. And quite frankly, the feeling is mutual. Well, yeah. Insectoids, I mean, it it makes it pretty clear. I mean, what what makes us insectoids? Instead of looking at that as a negative, in regards to to yours truly addressing the fans as insectoids, you see what they should do yeah. is look at that as an opportunity to raise their frequency, to better themselves and better their lives, so that perhaps they can transcend mm. being relegated to the status of an insectoid, mm. where they can actually have a meaningful conversation. With a, with a mental giant such as yours truly, rather than always wallowing in the lowest common denominator. Right. Yeah. I mean, people I... in general are unmotivated, uneducated Whoa. troglodytes. They have no internal drive passion, motivation whatsoever. So rather than them bettering their existence, they would rather point fingers and point blame at those such as yours truly and of course Spectre Enterprises, individuals mm-hmm. that are operating on a completely different level. Individuals that are not a slave to normality. Individuals that have broken out of the quote-unquote box and are operating in a way that none of these individuals could even dare dream of. I have done things in the wrestling business and beyond that people literally dream of. I have rubbed elbows with top tier talent. Individuals that have headlined WrestleMania, I have sat with, I have talked to, I have studied and learned from. These people have no idea what any of that is like they will never experience that and that's why they hate me that's true do you um ever see that rematch of congo kong and paxton calloway ever happening since that's true we haven't even mentioned yeah we haven't even mentioned paxton calloway another thorn in your side a big thorn in your side Might have made them run last time that they yeah do you remember that's actually yeah yeah, i remember that too there was a little bit of running that took place Paxton Calloway, to give absolute credit, how can you not be in awe of a, of a, a man, a creature, a monstrosity that, that large? He is a gargantuan-sized individual. <laughs> under, the, under the right tutelage, he could be a megastar in the world of professional wrestling. But his, his greatest asset is his size, his power, his intensity and ferocity. His biggest weakness, sadly, is the walnut-shaped sized brain that he currently has. Wow. Because on, instead of choosing a managerial mind that could actually lead him to absolute success, he has aligned himself 
with that egomaniac, fantastic Bobby Fulton. That will always be his downfall. He has sided with Bobby Fulton, and he tries to appease the imbecilic insectoid fans. Right. That in and of itself, I mean, that that is that is a, a one-two death blow. That is that is the a, a kiss of absolute failure. Yes, he's a legitimate giant. And he could be very dangerous. But because of his little teeny weeny tiny micro-sized brain, <laughs> he has no concern to us. Wow. Congo Kong, Congo Kong, and yours truly, we have much more important matters to address than Paxton Calloway. That's what so, so, and, his, and his egotistical manager, fantastic Bobby Fulton. Please. So that's so so that's what it was. They were running to more important matters. Yes. Not running from Pat they were running to more important yes. matters. That makes sense. Now at least you cleared the air. So yes. I appreciate the the clearing this up on the Double D podcast. Breaking news, not cowards. They were just more concerned about other things. Success. Success. Yeah. I understand. Now <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I appreciate the tone that you're conveying during this podcast right now. I, I, the tone in which that you just said the word cowards. I who's a who's a coward? Are you saying that Congo Kong what? is a coward? No, well, listen, no, well, well. That's are you insinuating what? that the monster, the man that is dominated global force wrestling impact wrestling and every other promotion including battle on the border that he's participated in you're trying to insinuate that congo kong is a coward okay 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 now that i just realized that you do have his ear who has the tag team championships right now congo kong does you do especially during your prizes yeah and Madman Fulton, let's not forget Can't another top tier talent. Absolutely. And who is a former BOTB heavyweight champion? Madman Fulton, Congo Kong. And, yeah. and, and, and who? And Congo Kong. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And who has not been battle on the border heavyweight champion? Me. Paxton Galloway. <laughs> there you go. Well, there listen. You go. The little light bulb went off. That's right. Well, listen. That that tells the story completely, beginning, middle, and end. We are successful. We strategize. We do things on our time. What you have mistaken for cowardice is actually strategy and picking our spots and realizing that we do things when we want to do them exactly how we want to do them because we do not dance to the beat of the insectoid fans we will not have denim blevins pulling the strings trying to dictate what we do certainly bobby fulton is not going to have a say in any of our actions we forge our own path the path to ultimate success and BOTB. And that success comes in the form of Spectre Enterprises. Okay, I will admit, like I said, you do have Congo Kong's ear. I'm waiting for an apology I... and your insinuation utilizing the word coward. You're the one that called that. You can apologize to me now or you can apologize to Congo Khan right. in I, person. Yeah, I, you choose. I, I I do apologize. Coward was the wrong Thank word. You. It was picking. Your apology is accepted. Fighting your own battles. I I understand. Um, mm. Won't step won't step out of line again. Won't happen. Mm. <laughs> um, so, battle on the borders coming up. We have uh, May seventh, River City Wrestling. Rasslin, gotta put that. I like that. So, what is what can we look forward to with Spectre Enterprises? Anything good going on? Anything? Any tricks up the sleeve? You maybe want to? Of course, right after I called 
you guys cowards, maybe not the greatest time to ask for a bombshell, but anything planned for May 7th? For Battle on the Border Wrestling's event on May 7th, we will be watching. You see, we are involved and intertwined and so much more beyond battle on the border beyond the state of ohio and indiana yeah. beyond the united states we are all separately and together intertwined within so very much that makes the professional wrestling industry go round and round so for may 7th we are watching we are watching the outcome of the BOTB Heavyweight Championship encounter, which correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that our old nemesis, Brian Pillman Jr. Yes. is defending mm -hmm. against someone that I would say is a friend in the industry and Carson Gray. Is. Is. is that correct? That's correct, yes. So we will be keeping a close eye on that match. We will be keeping a close eye on all matches that transpire on May 7th. And quite frankly, you never know when Spectre Enterprises will rear its gorgeous, sophisticated head. Now, beyond May 7th, yeah. the next event for Battle on the Border, I believe, is in June. Do you have the exact date for the June affair? I, I don't at the moment, no. Well, but it is in June. Not surprising that you individuals are not prepared. Yeah, I know. So the event transpiring in June, as exciting as the May event will be, when it comes specifically to Spectre Enterprises, mm, that event coming up in June should be rather interesting. Okay. Well, there we go. Now, so not only May 7th and uh, just a little behind the scenes, we do the uh, interview before we do the intro. So for people watching or listening, I'll have the date in the intro. We don't have it now. But that the June show, looking forward to it very much. Looking forward to May 7th. Is there anything else? We don't want to take up too much of the leader's time. I know you probably have a lot of things you got to take care of, a lot of business. Is there anything else that you want to promote, get the word out there on? So for each one of you insectoids listening that perhaps have experienced an epiphany while listening to the words of wisdom of yours truly, the leader, David Barnabas Spector, and would like to learn more, to sit beneath my learning tree, to absorb my knowledge, my creativity, my promotional skills, you should right this moment follow the vast array of different social media accounts that yours truly oversees, whether it be David Barnabas Spector, whether it be the circus, whether it be Barnabas the leader, whether it be darkness worldwide, you definitely want to make sure that you don't just follow one. No, no, no. You want to follow them all on Facebook, on IG, on Twitter, on TikTok, follow them all, follow the leader, because the leader will help you transcend from being a mere bottom-feeding, low-life, disgusting, peasant, insectoid, and show you the path to ultimate enlightenment, raising your frequency, creating a true intellect, a true vision within your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, because when you follow the leader, you follow the path to success. And I surely would anticipate that the two of you will indeed follow the leader because due to your, mm, dare I say, poor choice of words today, yeah. you 
are in much need of guidance. Guidance from a superior entity. Guidance from the one and only true leader in the professional wrestling industry. Hands down, the greatest touring managerial attraction that this business has ever known. Yours truly. Regardless if it's the left hemisphere of my brain, as the leader David Barnabas Spector, or the right hemisphere, as the ringmaster of the circus, Barnabas 